you see for Auto Glass? Like maybe in the future, come something's coming up, or something that's going on right now, like something that that's challenging with the industry. Currently challenging to me, for me, for our mm-hmm. business is uh, we do a lot of insurance work. Okay. And it seems like every year they go from 20% to 30% to 40% off of nags. And that's a handful of insurance companies. So I'm thinking down the road, it's going to get a lot worse, I think. Welcome to the Auto Glass Marketer Podcast with your host, Trevor Beal. Hey, welcome to the Auto Glass Marketer Show, where we talk about all things Auto Glass, for Auto Glass, and with the Auto Glass professionals. Now, if you're wondering who I am, my name is Trevor Beal. I am the Auto Glass Marketer, and we help Auto Glass companies target higher quality leads at a lower cost so they can smash their sales goals every month, every quarter, and every year. Now, enough about me. Now, I'm so excited about our next guest. Let me give him a proper introduction. He lives in Woodland, California, where he operates his business, Auto Glass Solutions, where he's the owner and operator. He's been in the industry for over 18 years, where they do auto glass repair, auto glass replacement, calibrations, pretty much everything to do with glass, (laughs) your windshield, your windows, doesn't matter. Help me welcome Mr. Victor Corchado. And what's going on? How you doing? Trevor, I'm great. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I appreciate it. Thanks for jumping on. I know you're busy. I see so thanks for coming on. I know people are going to want to hear what you have to say. With this much experience, you're going to have some gems for them out there. So <laughs> it's going to be yeah, good. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> so I like to jump right into it, man. I always ask this is my starting question is how did you get into auto glass? Were you just born out of your mom's womb and mm-hmm. just knew how to work with glass? How did it all happen? How did you come about? My story is I was in the uh, construction business. I worked for a petroleum company. We basically build the uh, gas stations from the ground up. And I was oh. one of their one of their foremen. And back in 08, you know, everybody loved the 07, 08, where um, everything kind of tanked, construction, everything kind of tanked. So I was on uh, Craigslist, believe it or not. And uh, I was doing a search looking for work where I was working at for the petroleum company. We were working 60 hours a week, went from 60 hours to 10 hours to 15 hours. And I was like, hey, I, I have family I have to take care of. Can't work 10, 15 hours. Right. I got to work those 60 hours, 50, 60 hours a week. So I went on Craigslist. I was doing a search there. I found a company that was uh, willing to train. I had no knowledge, nothing about auto glass. I knew nothing. I knew that you had a window and you had door glasses. As far as that, I was had no clue. No clue how to replace, no clue how to repair had no clue. I was mechanically inclined. I mean, I knew a little bit mechanically wise, but as far as auto glass, I had no clue. Went on there, filled out the application. They called me and, you know, two weeks later, I was working at this huge company here out of Sacramento. So you started, right? So you just, you got in into another company and you said it's a, it was a bigger company and you just got right into auto glass replacement. I, everything, or they, you said they trained you first to how to do it and then they put you out on the road. No, they're absolutely year-long training. First, okay. there was a the knowledge, the urethane, the drive time, the uh, primers, everything. They basically taught us about the, the uh, product themselves. And then three months later, we kind of overseen somebody. It was, it was a, first, it was a classroom setting, then we overseen somebody in the shop. And then the third quarter, we we're actually going out and applying what we learned. And then the fourth quarter, we we're going out on ourselves while they were shadowing us. 
and overseeing, make sure everything was working, you know, we're, everything that we learned, we're applying. So it was a year long process, a year long training, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's awesome. When you did that for Craigslist, man, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. rare. Yeah. That's rare. Yeah. That's rare. How long did you do that with that company before you started so, on your own? So going in, I thought to myself, okay, you know, in six months, I'll learn the procedure, the process, and then I'm out on my own. I initially going in, I knew I was going to open up and do my own thing. Quickly that I learned is uh, Alexis was difficult than the Fords and the Chevys and the Hondas. Everything was e- everything was different. You know, replacing the windshield, easy. But as far as removing the molding, the cowling, the rear view mirror, whatever it was, I mean, I had to learn, I had to get the reps in, if you will, you know, get those reps yeah. in and you know, six months came in and gone. And then I was there about about mm, almost two years, two and a half, two years. And then I decided, you know what, I've learned enough. I'm comfortable, confident I can install any piece of glass without any issues. And that's when I just, I did, you know, took the leap and did my own thing. So two years. So have you, how long have you had your company? It's going 15 years. 15 Man, years. that's awesome. Yeah. Hey, Trevor here, Autoglass Marketer. Hey, you guys, are you tired of your phone calls and your sales keep going up and down, up and down? You don't know how many jobs you're going to do at the end of the week. You know, it's hard for you to forecast at the end of the month or how much money you want to come in. Let's put it into that. What we do at Autoglass Marketer is we advertise for you to the target areas that you want to, to go into. We make sure your phone is ringing every single day. That's what we do at the Autoglass Marketer. Hey, if you want to get in touch with us and have a conversation on how we can help you out. Now, we can't help everybody out. You guys know what I'm talking about. But we want to help the ones that want to be helped. Hey, at the autoglassmarketer.com, it should be down here or up here somewhere on this video. Now, let's get back to the episode. That's awesome. Yeah, so you yeah. two years, you got the training in. You got some reps under your belt. And you was like, man, I'm out on my own. 15 got- years later, you still pumping it. Just still doing it, yeah. Still doing it, yeah, yeah. That's Absolutely. cool. That's cool. Yeah. It was the same name, Autoglass Solutions. Was it the yes. same name, fifteen years? Yes. Man, from, that's from the cool. get. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. good, man. That's yeah. good, man. That's it yeah. takes courage. People don't understand. It takes courage to be to take that leap of faith and say, "Hey, I'm going to do it by myself." You know, especially when you had that comfort of these guys trained me and they put sure. me a. You know, I took my first steps with them, right? And right. then you like. You just jumped right on your own, man. Okay. So I commend that. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. It was, obviously, it was a scary, uncharted water. You know, like you said, I mean, there was a safety net there. I would just show up to work, you know, do my five, six, seven, eight jobs. I was good, right? I wanted more. I wanted more for me, more for my family. Yeah. It was very, very, very scary. It's, it was uncharted waters, but, I mean, I was confident enough that I knew if I did A, B, C was going to happen, and I was going to be fine. Yeah. Man, that's awesome. That's an awesome story. So with that 15 years coming from a company, seeing that side of it, running your own stuff, seeing that side of it, what I'm sure you heard of so many different things. What's a common myth that you've heard about the industry like, that you would say, man, that's just not true? You know, somebody else, some commoner like myself would think like <laughs> about Autoglass. A myth about Autoglass. I mean, I would, nothing comes to mind, but I mean... Like I've heard people say, oh, are you guys making glass? Like, you know, are you guys making the glass? Are you guys on the side of the road? Just, you know, <laughs> things like that. <laughs> That's what's crazy. So one does come to mind. People, and I don't know, I wasn't around back then. There, they, A lot of people tell me, older folks tell me, hey, glass was a lot tougher back then. And I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I know that there's a government standard as far as the thickness of the glass. You have to have an AS1 thickness of the glass, whether it was thicker, you know, back in the day, 40 years ago, five, 50 years ago, 
I don't know. A lot of people <laughs> ask that, so I. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, it's glass and it's cars and glass. If you know how to do the right procedures, then it should be pretty, pretty standard, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> no. So I like to do this game with everybody. I call it buy yep. it or sell it. We play this quick game. And basically, if you believe it, you're going to buy it. If you don't believe it, you're just going to sell it. So my first question is, would you buy it or sell it? Cereal should be considered a soup. Cereal should be considered a soup. I'll buy it. Okay. You buy that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's liquid. It's got yeah. food particles inside. Right. There can be cold soup. There sure. could be cold soup, right? That's right. So. right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'll, all right. I'll buy that. How about this one? Pizza is the best go-to food of all time. I'm going to have to buy it. I mean, I'm a pizza guy. We have pizza <laughs> once a week. Once a week, we have pizza in the household. So, yeah, I'll have to buy it. Oh, okay. so that's a guarantee once a week. Yeah. Once a week yep. in the house, right? Yep. 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 <laughs> you know, and it's always good, like, you know, if you don't feel like cooking the way it feels like cooking, just go. Sure. Just get pizza. Just get have a pizza. couple of pizzas and we're good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No, that's good. That's good. How about Family Feud is the best game show of all time? <laughs> I'd have to sell that one. I'd have to sell it. <laughs> okay, what you yeah. got? Let's see. Base. Damn, I'm drawing a blank right now, but I know family. So Steve Harvey Family Feud, that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Yeah. That's, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. He's got but some good the only thing I can say that comes close to Family Feud, because Family Feud has been forever, forever. is the yeah. price is right. There you go. Price is right. Yeah. I watched that when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Bob yeah. Barker. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Barker. Yeah. 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 So, okay. The last one. Sure. Does expiration date really matter? And what I'm talking about is like, now nah, don't go to like your yeah, urethane, your product. That's the, first, that's the first thing that I thought of. <laughs> hey, I seen your mind running too. Yes. I was like, no, don't go to that. I'm yeah. thinking like you see an expiration date on milk. You got to do the smell, tell, smell test. Like there's things that I just found out that had expiration dates, such as salt, hmm. olive oil. So I'm like, yeah, so I'm like, so does expiration, would you really throw away salt if it ex you found out it expired? I wouldn't. <laughs> I, no, I mean, salt, I didn't even know they had an expiration here, olive oil. Yeah. I, I, I had no clue. Yeah. Milk, yeah, we do the milk test, uh, yeah, the smell <laughs> test on the milk, you know, if it's a couple of days. But, you know, you see you see lumps. I mean, that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's gone. That's gone, yeah. I guess it's, it just depends on what product you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, there's expiration dates on a lot of stuff that I didn't know. Like even like yeah. chips, chips have expiration mm. dates, and I'm like, what? Like, well, I guess you've got salt and chips. Like, there's yeah. got to be expiration dates, and but I'm like, I look at none of that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's not good, but I look at none right. of that stuff. <laughs> Do a little taste test. Hey, if it's if it's not stale, it's good, right? If it doesn't yeah. have a bad taste. Yeah. And... <laughs> Especially salt, man. I found out salt. Right. Salt. Was... I said, there's no way. There's no Look. way. Yeah, I've never knew, didn't know that. Yeah, I was odd. I didn't, never knew that. Salt. Yeah. You yeah, wouldn't think. You wouldn't think. That's funny. Yeah. Getting back into autoglass, getting back to talking yeah. about autoglass. What do you think is, um? what's the biggest challenge that you see for autoglass? Like maybe in the future, come something's coming up or something that's going on right now, like something that's, that's challenging with the industry. Currently challenging to me, for me, for our mm -hmm. business is uh, we do a lot of insurance work. Okay. And it seems like every year they go from 20% to 30% to 40% off of NAGs. And that's, that's a handful of insurance companies. So 
I'm thinking down the road, it's going to get, it's going to get a lot worse. I think there's two or three insurance companies that we deal with that it's zero off nags. But for the most part, I would say 80% of them are, are wanting a 20%, 30% discount off the nags. Wow. Okay. So you think it's, can get, it's going to get, continue to get worse? I think so. Yes. I think so. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm no, this is just my thoughts, my opinions. Yes. So, you know, there's a couple states that the insurance, like Arizona, I believe Florida, like that basically you don't, there's no really have to pay anything for it, is right? Do you think stuff like that, do you think like talking about insurance, do you think that'll change? I don't know. In Arizona, but in California here, customer has a $100 deductible, they pay the $100 deductible. I don't waive deductibles. I don't know. Here in California, we don't. Yeah, I know Florida doesn't have it and I know Arizona. Mm-hmm. So I just I had another guy on here and he was saying he he believes that can be the future, you know, them kind of mm-hmm. getting in line with everybody else, but for now they don't. So so that I would was be just great. Yeah. So there's a handful of uh, insurance companies that we charge full price, full nags. You know, there's the customer just pays a deductible and we charge the full nags price. I mean, obviously everything is fair. It's it's nags nags priceless, but yeah. Yeah. Very, very few of them. Very few. Yeah. No. So, so, what's the tool that you can't leave home without? Can't leave the shop without? Like, is there a tool that's like, oh, I forgot this. I got to turn around. Like, what's like, what's your most beneficial tool that you got to have? There's a lot of them. <laughs> I guess it just depends on what I'm doing. But, I mean, I would say I can't do a job if I don't have a cold knife or or a bat or something to cut the. Wind. I mean, that's that's. If I'm doing a door glass, I would need a, a pick or something, a drill, a pick. Uh, it just depends on what I'm doing, I guess. But yeah. Cold knife. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, I've, I've heard that several times, several times. Yeah. Let me ask you, uh, whatever your drink of choice is, you know, beer, coffee, wine, whatever it is, if you could have, and this is one of my off the wall questions, if you could have a drink mm. with anyone, uh, dead or alive, who would it be? Dead or alive, drink with anyone. I would try to think of somebody that has great business knowledge. I would I would sit down and, and have a drink with uh, maybe Elon Musk, I guess. I mean, off the top of my That's head, what I was yeah. Say, you a Musk fan? <laughs> yeah. What would you ask him? I mean, just how to scale a business. I mean, what it all entails. You know, how to uh, I don't know manage a team of thousand employees or something. You know, right? Just, yeah, right. yeah. That would be interesting. That would definitely be interesting right. to pick his brain. He, sure. I'm sure he's going to want to see if you wanted to go to Mars or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> He'll want to have the meeting up there, yeah. Right, right, right. It can get interesting real quick. Right, <laughs> what right, on Musk. right. Exactly. <laughs> so you've been in the industry 18 years, and I'm sure you've seen so many different cars. What's the worst one to work on for you? I- <laughs> I worked on this car for about six hours, okay, <laughs> six hours, and I would never, ever touch it again. I don't care if they gave me a million dollars to work on this car. It was a 85 Mercedes. I forget what you, what uh, what model it was, but it had the gasket chrome, and like I said, I worked on this car for six hours, and you're laughing, but no, it's true. I worked on this car for six hours, and after I was completely done with the car, a customer called, hey, the windshield's leaking. Oh, I was so frustrated. Oh, after you it gave it back hard. to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it back to him, thought everything was good, and then he calls me, 
couple of days later, hey, I'm getting a whistling noise, a uh, water, and I'm like, oh man. So that was probably my the most difficult car in the car that it was just my nightmare car. I would never never touch it again. <laughs> yeah, never again. What never made again. it difficult? Yeah. Was there was it just is it Mercedes period or have they gotten better? So oh yeah, definitely. This is an older car. This is like an '85 or '87 older car. Has the uh, gasket around it with the chrome. I'm not a fan of the gasket chrome combo. I leave that to my buddy. He lives in <laughs> Winters. I leave that to him. I go, hey, Andy, you can take care of that. I, I actually, I give him customers. I, I'll call him and say, hey, I have a couple customers that need a, a vintage vehicle or a hot rod or something. I just, you can have them. I don't, I don't want the, the headache. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I don't need it. I don't need it. Yeah. Yeah. That was nightmare car. Yeah. Never again. Never again. Never. To this day, I haven't even worked on, I have, I have not worked on one yet. <laughs> Never was. Is this, is this recent? No, this is back when I first started. Yeah. When okay. I first started, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very... said, no way. <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 That, that's funny. That's funny. Well, I'm glad they're making Mercedes a lot more, a lot easier, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's Absolutely. funny. What's an important lesson that you've learned over the years? A lesson that I've learned over the years. Oh, so many. One major lesson. Well, actually, I'll give you two. How's that? I'll give you two. Yep, one, yep, yep. first one is when I, f- I first started, you know, I thought in my head, I was like, hey, I have to provide for my family. I have to go out there. I have to go out there and, and make some money, basically. I mean, I had to go out there and make some money. And, you know, I was trying to do anything and everything I can I could so to make sure that I provided for my family. But I was going about it the wrong way. Something in my head, I switched. My mindset just switched. I'm like, Instead of going out there thinking, okay, this customer is going to give me 300, this customer is going to give me 400, this customer, you know, instead of thinking that way, I was like, how can I help this customer? This customer has a problem. His window's broken. His door glass is broken. This mom's taking their kid to school and it's cold, raining. You know, they have a problem. I can supply the solution. I can help them. If I think of it that way, and I did, I started thinking of it that way, I was getting busier and busier and busier and busier. I just switched it, switched it for, you know, instead of thinking, how can I help myself? How can I help them? And it just took off. That was one of the, when in, that was early when I first started. Uh, second lesson is help out your auto glass team member, a friend or anybody. You don't know, you don't have all the questions. I have a lot of people that I, I reach out to, I talk to either via text, Instagram, whatever, Facebook, and I ask them questions. They ask me questions and we just help each other out. I mean, you got, you got to help each other out. I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, I would never help them because we're in the same industry. There's work for everybody. There's yeah. work for everybody. I mean, I would rather share my knowledge and hopefully somebody uses it and helps them. And then in the return time, I hope, you know, they do the same. I mean, every car that comes out, it's new clips, new this, new that, you know, just help each other out. That's, I would say that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man, because the first part of that is you switch to customer focus instead of, you know, yeah. me focus. Correct. And then people realized it immediately. It oozed out of you because it was like, he really cares. No, so that's good. The second part of that, the answer, you talking about giving the knowledge back. That's the whole reason I have this podcast because I felt like Autoglass was so underappreciated, but there was a lot of people out there, a lot of guys out there that are, you know, maybe mm-hmm. older, been doing it for a long time, that wanted to keep everything to themselves. Even me, right. that I'm not even changing windshields or replacing windshields. I'm a marketer. I'm trying. They didn't want to share the knowledge with me, right? Like, like I was going to well, steal the business. You were going to open the shop, I don't want your yeah. business, right? So when 
I make sure it's a point of when I bring guys on like yourself is that that's their mindset is like, hey, I just, if somebody can take something from this and can get inspired by your story, like how you started and everything, that's just going to sure. help somebody else out. I'm like, man, I could take that leap. I could take this leap right. and Absolutely. go through it or whatever. So, man, both of those are, you know, perfect uh, that answers that I'm in line with. You know, so both I love the I love both of those. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah, quick quick little story, Trevor. When I probably about six, seven, eight years ago, I don't remember when, maybe eight, nine years ago, customer came into the shop and his vent glass on his Ford Expedition. You know how the windows vent out? They open on the very back. Um, okay. The expeditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was loose. It was flapping. He came in here. He came in. He was expecting he needed to replace the, the whole quarter glass. And what I did is I put a little primer on the actual hinge that opens and closes it, and then put a little yeah. primer on the glass itself. Glued it back together, sent him on his way. He asked me, hey, how much? I go, you know, I had a tube of glue that I just used up. I No charge. Not expecting anything. I was just, hey, you know what? That's my good deed for the day, right? His buddy came by the very next day. He says, hey, I have a Mercedes. I need the windshield done. My buddy, you just did this for my buddy. I can't let that pass. I have a Mercedes for, for my wife. I have a 2005 F-250, and then my buddy has three other vehicles. So just by me doing that, and yeah. I think I wasn't nothing. Was, I wasn't thinking of anything yeah. was going to come out of it. I was just trying to help the guy out. You know, it took me literally five minutes. Primer, primer, glue, done. Five jobs because of that good deed that I that I did for yeah. him. So yeah, you know, yeah, no, yeah. that's awesome. So, <laughs> they, they, they went up, that goes a long way. It goes a long yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's awesome. Absolutely. Now, you said you have a shop, you mobile and a shop? Yes, I have two vans that go out to units, and then I have the shop in, in Woodland. Yes, sir. Okay. So I would say like your next your three to five-year plan, what's for Autoglass Solution? What are your plans for Autoglass Solution? How big you want to grow it? Like what, what do you want to do next with it? So, yeah, absolutely. Definitely want to continue to grow. Get uh, three more units out of the Woodland location and then once i get five units you know working every day full days i'd like to go to another market different market sacramento's a big market you know sacramento there's other locations that are maybe 30 40 50 minutes an hour from here that are big locations i'll definitely set up another autoglass solutions there and start running two three four five vans out of there yeah absolutely yeah. No, and that's the plan for the next three to five years so you said when you Correct. say units you mean you mean vehicles out vans out you want to get about five correct, out? correct mobile units yes mobile you units. want out of your location now you want five out of there and then uh, then do another location correct. in sacramento or how far are you from sacramento so sacramento is about 15 minutes okay. from us and then there's surrounding area i mean yeah. there's rockland I and mean, there's ranchers yeah. it's a huge market huge market yeah right little right. old woodland i mean there's probably like fifty thousand in woodland which is keeps us busy but just down the street from us in our backyard there's thousands and thousands of people there yeah right right Man, so, man, that's awesome, man. Awesome, awesome that, that you have that vision of expanding and growing and, and helping more people. Because, you know, mm -hmm. it's, Absolutely. It's, as long as we got cars and we're going to have a windshield and there's going to be and there's gonna be a rock chip. Yep. <laughs> yep. And you're in Northern California. I don't know how much construction they're doing up in Northern California, but down here they're doing always. <laughs> so, always. So there's always going to be something. There's always going to be some country I, I, flying around. <laughs> I need to buy donuts for the Caltrans and stop by and drop them a box of donuts here and there every now and then. <laughs> yeah. And I don't yeah. know, are you guys getting rain right now? 
We do. It's been on and off. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just pushing days since stuff. Thursday. That's yeah. just pushing more yep. stuff. Out. Yep. 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 Like I said, there's work for everybody. Work for there's, everybody. there's enough work for everybody. Good. Yep. Good. You know, if, let's say you're talking to either like the younger mm-hmm. you or somebody else that's just starting the business. What's a piece of advice you would tell them just oh, yeah. getting in, if they're on the fence about getting, should I do this? Right. So younger me, I would tell younger me to hire people faster. Really? Don't do it all yourself. I want to do everything by myself. I was wearing a lot of hats and I want to do everything by myself because to me, I thought, okay, if I do it, it's going to be done right. It's going to be done correct. There's going to be no issues, no comebacks. Younger me, I would have told myself, hey, hire people fast. You're going to grow faster. You can train them. Instead of one van going out, you're going to have two, three, four vans going out. You have a shop. When I first started, I had a little, just a little S10. And I was mobile. I was mobile. I was just doing installs in my little truck, you know, for the first six months. And then I got a van. And then once I got the van, you know, I did that for about six, seven years, maybe eight years. So yeah, six years. And then, uh, you know, something clicks like, hey, you know what? I'm not getting any younger. I can only do this for so long. I got to bring some new new blood into the, to the business because I'm getting, I'm 45 now. But, you know, back then I was thinking, okay, I'm, I'm not be able to do this forever. I mean, auto glass, it could be, it can drain your body. I mean, it could take a toll on your body, yeah. you know, shoulders, back, you know, you name it. So, yeah. It's funny because I talk to a lot of auto glass guys on a daily basis, man. And and some, just like you said, want to do everything themselves. And I think, yeah. is, is it a fear of hiring somebody? What's your process of looking to hire? And how did you get over that? Like, let, I can't do this all myself. Let me start hiring people. And, and then what did you look for? And I'm sure you had to go through a couple ugly ducklings, right? To, to get, sure. yeah. but there had yeah. to be a process so, that you had to get through first, you know, to get over that. I just, I told myself that, you know, don't get me wrong, doing it by myself, you know, you make good money, but I wanted more, right. not just for me, but for my family, you know, I wanted more. So I figured if, there's only eight to 10 hours that I can work yeah. throughout the day. I can only do so many installs correctly with no comebacks. I mean, I can probably do 12, 15, but I'm sure two or three or four are going to come back because I'm rushing. Yeah. I'd rather do six to eight quality installs per day and nobody calling back. And I'm able to sleep at night with no, you know, not worrying about, Oh, what about this customer? What about that customer? Definitely that. And then, you know, just the individual that would come in, just train them correctly, properly, that way, they were a mere image of myself. Okay, I want you to split the car in half, remove the cowling, remove the wiper blades, remove this, do everything. You know, cut the, I would cut the car in half, basically, in my, in my head. I would trim the glue out, primer it, wipe it down, get everything prepped for the, for the urethane, and then I'd hop on the driver's side or passenger side and do the same thing. That way, I'm not just going back and forth and just wasting time. I would just share that with the new techs. They would just follow, and then I just basically... They were an olive branch of, you know, they were a branch of myself, you know? Yeah. Did that come from that first two years of you training? Did that, is that kind of like where you got a little bit of that from? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. That makes sense. Like how you even think about that, like kind of started like, this is how I went through it. And then Mm -hmm. you made up, basically you're making clones of yourself, but you're doing it the right way instead of just like, hey, I'm looking for somebody that knows how to do glass. They might not do it like you do it or right. how you want it done or have their right. same kind of customer right. service. But if you train them like this is how we do it, this is how auto glass solutions, right. this is our way, you know, our model, you know, 
now they don't they, there's no excuse like this is the way we do it exactly no, that's good. Yep, exactly and sometimes i don't call all the customers sometimes i'll call a customer and go hey Miss uh, Trevor, hey, how is uh, how is Victor with Autoglass Solutions? I'm the owner. Just wanted to follow up with you. How did the guys do? Oh, the guys are great. They communicated with me. They called me ahead of time. They came in. They explained everything. They explained what they were going to do, the process, the whole procedure. After the install was complete, they explained what I, the do's and don'ts. After the install, the warranty, everything was explained. And I go, okay, perfect. Hey, if you have any other questions, please let me know. This is my cell number. I give them my cell number. And then, you know, it, it, I've called... I don't know. In a week, I probably call four or five, maybe six customers. And no one ever says anything bad about my team, the guys from them calling in for a quote. And my rep, my customer service rep, calling and setting the stage from then until I give them a call. There's no no complaints. So, yeah, good. everything works like clockwork. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So tell everybody where we can find you. Tell me how we can find you online, in Woodland, everywhere you have something. To let, give it out. Let's give it out. Websites, whatever. Sure. Instagram, whatever. Sure, sure. So we have a physical address in Woodland. It's 2000 East Main Street in Woodland. And then uh, handles is Autoglass Solutions. Instagram, Facebook, emails, Autoglass Solutions. Try to keep everything Autoglass Solutions. So yeah, you punch in Autoglass Solutions Woodland and you'll be able to find us. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Now, if you have questions or anything, if you're in the Woodland areas, please reach out to Victor and his team. And I want to thank everybody for listening. This has been an awesome, awesome show. If you have any comments, leave a comment below. You can find us, download us on Spotify, anywhere you can do your podcast. You, you can find us. We're also on the full show is going to be on YouTube. Subscribe so you can get notifications, let you know when our shows are coming up. If you're in need of any any marketing help and help you want to scale your business, feel free to reach out to the autoglassmarker.com. You can have all of our information there. And I want everybody to have a great day and we will talk to you soon.